Welcome to episode 67 of the Whatnots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, whatever we need to do, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined as always by Kyle Springer. Hello, hello. How are you doing today, Kyle? Melissa, the sun is shining brightly. Marvel yes. has released all of their new information about all their movies. <laughs> Last night, oh. it is it is a joyous day. <laughs> it is it is a bright, beautiful day when we could, like the first message I got this morning. Like I've rolled out of bed, I've been awake for five minutes. My friend texted me saying, "There's going to be a Blade movie. Blade's yeah. coming back." Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. Oh my gosh. We'll save all that d d discussion for an episode of the Captain's l l Log. Yes. Uh, but yes, I am very excited. <laughs> yep. Once we start, we're, we're not going to stop. And we have something else we have to talk about today. This week's subject was the anime Sweetness and Lightning. Mm -hmm. This is a 12-episode series you can watch on Crunchyroll. And it is based off of a slice of life manga written and illustrated by Guido Amagakure. And this was adapted into an anime in 2016. This is a real sweet, super duper cute slice of life show about a single father just learning to cook for his daughter. I think this is by far the cutest anime I have right? ever seen. <laughs> it is adorable. It is absolutely precious. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, if 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 you are looking for something just filled to the brim with just adorableness and mm -hmm. cuteness and just like oh my god reactions it's so cute then <laughs> this is exactly what you are are going to need to watch. This mm -hmm. was a lot of fun. It is. It's such a feel good show, and yeah. it's not super cutesy like i feel like when we're talking about anime we have to differentiate like it's not like a bunch of chibis and like cute mascots and things like that it's just normal people doing normal everyday things in just the most heartwarming way possible yeah yeah there's there's a lot of interesting things about this show that i, I think we'll we'll get into once mm -hmm. we get into spoilers um but I, I, I do have to say, this maybe wasn't an anime for me. <laughs> as, as, as much as I, yeah. I liked how, how cute it was, I, I, I don't know if I need more of it. I'm just like, all right. Scene one, <laughs> you kind of seen them all. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. There's not a whole lot of development. Not, not much, no. It's it's there, but this is definitely not a plot-driven show. Right, yeah. There is no. no intrigue. There is no suspense. It's just little so this, emotional scenes and cute cooking. This was a weird one. You were talking to me right before we went live that mm. you f forgot that this was the episode that you lead. We, we switch off so mm -hmm. you do all the odd ones and I do all the even ones but your brother was on mm -hmm. the show last week and that was also kind of a weird thing where I pitched something that is a Wilkinson family favorite yes. 
And so you had thought that that one was your pitch, and you're like, "Oh man, I I didn't ha- I I didn't have pitches for for, for this <laughs> like, week." Oh right, I have to do this. And so Jams was like, "Well, I I can recommend some stuff," and he was the one that recommended yeah. this. Um, and I he had he mentioned that he's on a quest to watch all of the food anime that is. Oh, out there. yeah. It's apparently a fairly big genre. Like, this oh, is yeah. the one he talks about the most, but I think he's wandered into a whole bunch of other cooking-based shows. Sure. Yeah, which I, I thought that was a, a neat thing. To, like, I'm going to sit down and watch all of the, the, the food-based mm-hmm. anime stuff. I thought that was neat, so I was like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Bring it on. Um, But yeah, so let, let's, let's do a qu- quick plot synopsis. Yeah, uh, and then maybe final general thoughts, and then we can move on to spoiler stuff. Hmm. This is a show about a teacher who has this little girl in kindergarten, and his wife died about six months ago. And since then, uh, things are holding together pretty well. You know, him and his daughter have a, a fairly happy life together. But his one weak spot is that he does not know how to cook. He just feeds her like frozen ready meals and like kid cuisine. Pre- yeah, like pre-made things <laughs> from bites. the convenience store. Yeah. And he finds that this is something she really misses because her mom used to cook all the time. And he finds that one of his students, uh, her mother owns a restaurant. And the mom has become this big, like, TV chef, so she's never actually at the restaurant anymore. It's se- like the restaurant does not seem to be open. <laughs> it's it's hidden away in this back yeah. alley behind like it looks like a spot that no one would go purposely mm-hmm. unless I think you that is how there. I think that is how a lot of Japanese businesses go like they are just in these cramped little alleyways and you just know you're supposed to turn down there and oh oh the back of this this hallway is just this amazing little hole in the wall restaurant like yeah. it is this tiny little place tucked away you get the impression that she started it got a lot of attention and then moved on to doing like TV appearances and the actual restaurant is never open. So it se- it seemed like the TV show she was on was more of a game show or yes. like, a, like a celebrity reality show mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of thing. So I thought that was neat. Yeah. <laughs> but so she's got this teenage daughter who's alone in this restaurant all the time and she knows how to cook in theory but she's very nervous about doing it in practice because she's scared of knives so the two of them team up she's going to teach the the teacher this is how you cook and they're just going to help each other out and like give this little girl some good good home meals yeah yeah it's adorable yeah it's good stuff um yeah i i I both really liked it. I thought it was a great show, but again, it's not really for me. Not something that I I think would mm-hmm. have sat down and been like I want to watch that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I think I would definitely recommend this. Yeah, uh, I I I I think it it does a good mix of slice of life stuff uh, as well as diving into some of the food stuff. Uh, yeah, I learned un- a lot. Un- unfortunately, I don't think it was enough of either. <laughs> but that was me. So, hmm. I could have done with more cooking. I don't know why I was under the impression that this was mostly cooking and everything around it was just a framework I to support the cooking. I kind of thought so too. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, in one sense, was a nice su- mm-hmm. surprise that there was more character stuff. Um, but yeah, 
I, it, I mean, it's it's super short. I don't know if they're going to be making more of it or not. I tried to look online to see if there was going to be a season two. Didn't really find much. Um, there are 12 volumes of the manga, so I assume that they have more to work with. Yeah. Uh, I will also say that this anime could have gone in a lot of directions I was hoping it wouldn't. Also kind of hoping it would, but it, it just... Like, I feel like it ends up being very safe uh, in in the best way possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I understand that. Like, there's opportunities to get very emotional, and it doesn't take those, which is kind of nice. Yeah. And or em- emotional is one way, or horny is another way. <laughs> and... This is not so, the show yeah. to do that in, but at the same time, it's it's like it like the front door to that trope is just right there, and it is glaring oh, yep. you right in the eyes, yep. and it's just like I get what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll get into some more of that down the road here. But yeah, do you yeah. have any last things to say about sweetness and lightning before we get into spoilers? I think we've covered it. I think we've really given you the basics. Yeah. Yeah. What about our housekeeping? I would say check it out. For housekeeping, uh, we have, uh, let's see, what did we cover last week? We covered Metropolis. Yes. Which is the anime movie that I stumbled on that I had no idea was a Wilkinson family favorite. Yeah, we've loved this movie since I was about 10. Yeah. When we were like 10 or 12. Long time. Yeah, that is based off of a manga by Osamu Tezuka, uh, which is kind of loosely inspired by the thought of the 1927 <laughs> Fritz Lang yeah. silent film by the same name, also mm-hmm. called Metropolis. Uh, but this movie was directed by Rintaro and had a script by Otomo, who made Akira. Uh, so this is like an all-star creative team coming together to make this and I, I i thought it was fantastic so go check that out mm-hmm. uh you guys can find the review show wherever you listen to podcasts uh yeah. we're also on youtube if you want to see our lovely faces mm-hmm. um let's see the captain's log yes uh which i just mentioned we might be talking about all of the marvel announcements from comic con we might be <laughs> we might I mean, we'll be we'll see if something more exciting than that comes up i guess if you pull my leg enough or you, t- <laughs> you t- twist my arm maybe if you pay me 20 bucks or something you know we'll, we'll talk about it uh but no that is one of our other weekly podcasts that we do we just get to come hang out and have a lot of fun talk about whatever we want uh that is also found wherever podcasts are sold in fact you can just search the whatnots and all mm-hmm. of our shows will pop up um and if you guys like what we do here patreon.com slash the whatnots yeah. is where you can support us and for a single dollar you can get access to the live streams of this here review show Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also put episodes up early. We have exclusive content. We just recorded one on a uh, multimedia webcomic sort of thing mm-hmm. called 17,776. Uh, and we have a we, we have one coming up in a couple of weeks uh, on For the Man Who Has Everything, uh, which is the title of Superman Annual Number 11. 
as well as Justice League Unlimited Episode 2. Superman Annual 11 is a comic book uh, written by Alan Moore and art by Dave Gibbons. That is the team on Watchmen. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it's it's an all-star cast doing that. But we thought we could do a compare and contrast uh, episode for our exclusive content stuff. Uh, so that should be coming up in a couple weeks here. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, all that information and more at thewhatnots.com, <laughs> where you can find us. Uh, I'm ready to get into spoilers. Melissa, are you? Yes. All right. Here we are. Spoilers. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, let's see. Where sh- where should we start? I want to start with. Right off the bat, there was one critique I had about the show that eventually leveled out for me, and it didn't bother me so much. Little girl. Oh, oh, I just saw it. Tasumi. Smoogie. Smoogie. I got it. I got it. Usually I'm the one bad with names. (laughs) It's it's early. We're doing this earlier than usual. (laughs) She's adorable in this really like naturalistic way. Like Mm -hmm. she feels a lot like a real kid. Mm -hmm. This entire show has a very down to earth feel to it. Smoogie has the biggest, craziest, fluffiest hair. Yep. The hair is so cute and it's, it didn't need to be that cute. Like right off the bat, like nobody else has hair that like beautiful and shiny and sproingy. And I'm like this is this is almost too much. Like you like you made this Sunday and you're like mm, more cherries on top of it. Yes, like <laughs> it's almost overkill. And as the show goes on and you watch more of it, you get used to it. Like okay, all right, it, this is just how the world goes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I I I guess I'm trying to see how you thought that was a bad thing because you you said you have I- one critique of the show or or, or not necessarily bad thing but like i what exactly is your it bugged me a little bit because i'm like you do not need to make her cuter like the writing the acting everything has already done its job like the character designer didn't need to give her all these beautiful like swirls and loops in her hair like it's no trust yourself it's already covered she is cute enough without also this big adorable hair interesting i'm gonna look up the mangaka i i did look up um here on the wikipedia article there is a picture of her and that is the way her hair looked in the manga so it's yeah. not anime specific let's see guido how do you spell the guy who made the or the person who made the manga's last name can you spell that out a m a g a k u r e Okay, I'm going to see images. What does images turn up? All just sweetness and lightning stuff. I'm wondering if... Usually when you see a creative work or something like that where there is a certain character or a certain Mm -hmm. feature or detail or building that is just Mm -hmm. given so much extra love and attention, it's usually because it's closer to real life. Like, mm. they have a daughter like that, or that was yeah. them, 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 them. I can see that. Uh, when when they were younger. Um, 
So I'm I'm wondering if that's the case. I don't know. And it does kind of work in that it's so like long and curly and you can tell that dad has no idea what to do with it. Oh, He's yeah. like, uh, one ponytail, two pigtails. Okay, there we go. It's it's taken care of. And no, it's this big mess all over the place. Yeah. And she but like, doesn't really seem to mind. I mean, because there, there is a scene later on. <coughs> excuse me. Um, where she kind of ventures out on her her own, but she ties it up into a ponytail and puts on a a, a hat and ventures out in the, mm-hmm. in the world. So she she kind of knows if she wants to change it, she can. But yeah. she just does. <laughs> you, you know, you know, she just kind of le- leaves it as is. Wild, just wild and free. Wild yeah. child, yeah. <laughs> but it's. You picture Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Perhaps among the wackiest of all anime hair. <laughs> when you think about Yu-Gi-Oh, you think about that hair. I don't know the defining personality trait of Yu-Gi. Like the hair does the work for him. You know, he's a he's a There's memorable a joke character somewhere in there about how his <laughs> personality is a lot like cards and hallmark cards specifically like he has a hallmark card personality i see that I don't know. yeah i'm, I'm gonna have to of... workshop that one okay all right i'll check <laughs> in with you next week but like you remember him entirely visually like yeah. i You've remember all the platitudes of the show but it's not like he was any different than like any of his friends so much he also had a, like an oddly deep voice well, when he's ex- in the Yami Yugi state, not just every day as a teen. It's all the same to me. <laughs> it's like, you've activated my trap card. <laughs> it's like, what? That's a kid. That's supposed to be a kid. No. <laughs> he sends to this higher plane, and I think like an ancient god embodies him and makes him play cards real good. I don't remember a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. But that's the point. You remember the hair and nothing else. With, yeah. with Samugi, like... She is such a lively, vivid character all uh-huh. on her own. Like, the hair was just, like, it's turned up, like, a couple notches too high. Okay. Okay. I, I, I don't think I found really anything to critique about Samugi. I, I, I thought she was just fine. I think it yeah. was kind of played up in the sense that, like, the father is such a piece of limp toast yeah <laughs> that, that he like he's so boring he's so plain and they 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 make note in the show to be like hey there's actually nothing wrong with being that mm. and just like not really like ha- having such a busy life where you really don't have time for yourself mm. that's it it's okay it might not be ideal or or you know it it might it might not be, be because you have a choice, right? You might have a a, a da, 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 daughter. Your wife might have da, 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 died. Who knows? It's 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 okay though to to be just kind of plain and boring. Like, yeah, you know. Like I'm just living day to day. I but, do not have room for hobbies or quirks. Right, and it is that kind of yin yang. I, I think that works out really well in 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 this show where he is that calm kind of boring pet rock <laughs> and yeah. and and sumugi is just this like wide-eyed like everything yeah. is new 
oh my god i i think one of the funniest lines in the show is when they're making the squid and mm-hmm. taro thing and she's looking at the face of this squid yeah. that they just chopped off and she's looking at it so intently and you're kind of like why is she looking at like you're starting to, to, to wonder uh-oh is she gonna want to be a vegetarian because she did mm-hmm. d- doesn't like these like this fish that or this this thing that used to be alive mm-hmm. now just had its head chopped off <laughs> and pulled apart and stuff like that um and and she it, the show almost dips into magical realism from time to time and it goes into one of those m- m- moments where we see samugi like plunged into the depths of the ocean and she sees this giant squid come up right next to to her and all of this stuff and then she's all of a sudden snapped back to reality as they ask her to do something and then she goes "Uh, i almost had an epiphany (laughs) and it just completely straight face just like i almost solved the universe like it almost made sense dad Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i like yeah i i I, like it's just it's funny to see her do that stuff and just be bewildered by everything yeah Um, whereas her dad is just like so boring he (laughs) is a math teacher yeah yeah. Through and through. He is the, the <laughs> just the sole personality of a math teacher. Apologies to any math teachers <laughs> out there listening to this. Math teachers, yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, so I, I liked that stuff. I think the critiques for me were more that um yeah, I, I felt like this didn't end up going anywhere. And I kind of wanted it to, which yes, yes. I, I think, it, like I said at the start, I feel like if you've seen one, you've kind of seen them all. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's a tremendous amount of difference because they from they, one episode to the next, they don't really go into actually teaching you to cook. You, the viewer. Uh, mm-hmm. And they, I don't know if I really felt like, uh, I don't remember his name, the father's name, Kohei. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, Kohei. I also forgot because everybody just calls him dad or or senpai. His <laughs> last name, Inuzaka. Yeah. Um, all right, I guess, yeah. Um, but... I, I don't know if I really felt like he learned either. This was a weird thing where I, based off the pitch, I was imagining that his student actually does know how to cook, but that's not the case. She also doesn't really know how to c- cook. She can maybe do basic stuff, help out around, yeah. but she's following her mom's recipes, but she mm. also wants to t- to learn to cook so mm-hmm. it's like hey let's learn together um which is I, I i still think is a fantastic premise but by the end of these 12 episodes i don't know if i really felt like they learned anything other than to follow a recipe there's little bits of development like i do like in the last episode where uh they go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and uh dad kind of <laughs> 
I, I have to call him something other than dad. Uh, oh, hey. Inuzaka. Inuzaka, like, kind of scolds uh, Samuki for just, no, I'm going to do it. Here, I'm going to shake the, you know, the seaweed flakes onto my own dinner. I know I'm st- just, she just covers the thing in this flakes. And he's like, that's too much. You can't eat that. And he kind of scolds her. And later he says, I, it is my job to scold you, but I did a bad job at scolding. That was a little rough. I apologize. Yeah. I think we, we both know what we messed up today. Like, that's nice, but it's such a, it's a tiny thing. Like, there's yeah. lots of little, like, action and behavior adjustments. And I don't know if there's very, if there's really anything different character-wise from, like, first episode to last episode. Yeah. The reason why those didn't really work out for me is because I never felt like the father and daughter were at odds right mm-hmm. like if if they had a little bit of a rocky relationship or if she would like if 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 uh sumugi was more attached to the mother and the father was having tr- trouble connecting with her mm-hmm. that would be a thing where it's like hey hey here's a moment where they've finally connected where it's like hey i i know you are g- growing up and you're trying and i'm trying to you know mm-hmm. it's not perfect but we're like help me help you kind of thing and I, I i don't know if those moments really held weight because of that it's like mm-hmm. they, they seem to get along fine they seemed pretty happy despite like recently losing their yeah like the, the show didn't really go into much grief of no losing like there's little things like when um uh inuzaka asks samugi hey all the other girls in your class are getting new school bags Mm -hmm. do you want a new school bag she's like no i want mom's mom Mom made this for me i'm keeping this bag like there's lots of little touches like that i feel like this entire series is just a lot of little touches and every little touch is great but it doesn't operate on the same like arc dynamics as a normal narrative does yeah yeah i i'm wondering because i this almost follows more of a sitcom recipe no pun Uh intended there (laughs) uh where where yeah where it's like it's the same cast of characters they're kind of doing the same things every episode and they learn some kind of lesson or they get taught something. But by the next one, it's basically all set back to zero. Mm-hmm. Right. That's almost what this was, though. I don't feel like it was a sitcom, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm I'm wondering if you think this show would have played better or worse if it leaned into more of a sitcom style show. I... No, I like it just the way it is. Like, I'm not watching it saying, I wish this was funnier. I wish this was wackier. Okay. Like, it is it is what it is, I which agree. is just this lovely, like, ah. Like, it's just, like, feel good. You know, it's like, yeah, this isn't an entire nourishing meal. It doesn't include every narrative ingredient. I need to sustain myself. It's kind of like a big pile of whipped cream. But sometimes you want to eat just a big pile of whipped cream. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit more about the magical realism aspect mm, of yeah. this show, because uh, I really liked that 
too that Sumugi was this character that just had just got joy and excitement from everything yeah uh, i think my favorite my favorite scene in the entire show was the episode where she ventures out on her That's own a great episode and she has that whole shark song yes <laughs> it's so good um and and it it just has this thing where she's off in her own world like mm-hmm. she she has enough of a self-given mission to yes. you know, go out and get help for her dad who's homesick and she wants to help him um but when she's out there she's just kind of doing her own thing um which it's it's an interesting scene because it's a child all mm-hmm. by herself i don't know if they said how old she is or how old i she's think she's i think they say she's in kindergarten but i don't know if that's like i don't know if that's you know the same age, age it would be here in america yeah. so i i presumed um, she was around four or five something like that but yeah so that's a small enough kid where i feel like people would turn and look and be like uh is there a parent around here what's Again, going I on think this is another cultural thing i i think i've heard that children in japan are more independent like i will walk to i walk to school by myself i'll walk to grandma's by myself i'll walk sure. to the corner store by myself and buy juice or whatever i i i get that impression too but i think it's a young enough age where it's it, it's still just like something's a little bit like should should you at least be with other people your age like should you be with why are you by yourself yeah um, like she encounters some very very sweet people like i love yeah. those two ladies in like the workout that gear that are like we'll both hold her. your hands yeah. while you cross the street but yeah nobody is like so where are you going are you gonna meet somebody like they're not concerned or curious they don't yeah. they're not they even just, like checking in like what are you up to a little yeah. person yeah, but so she she's walking down the, the street to go get some help for her dad, and she starts doing the thing where she's like walking on the edge of the curb, like only walking on that straight line, making sure she, she won't fall yeah. off. And she's singing this song about sharks and how she doesn't want to meet them, and they're scary, and you should watch out for sharks. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it is like this happy-go-lucky song. It's not this like scary, creepy thing. Um, but in her head, she's imagining she's basically walking on a plank in the middle of yeah. the ocean. Yeah. And there are sharks surrounding her. And she gets stuck because she's at the intersection. And that's when the, the, the two women help her. And they like mm-hmm. lift her up. And, yeah. and cross and she has this scene where it seems like she takes off and goes flying mm-hmm. like i i i kind of wanted that magical realism because i really liked it but more with food stuff and more what that meant for her as she's trying out this new food and what mm-hmm. is what is the revelation of, about the the burnt rice that she mm-hmm. has there what is the epiphany that she has with, with that <laughs> you know um like what what is this food to her in her mind cuz like mm-hmm. it again it 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 almost follows that sit calm formula where it ends with they eat the food and say this is really good that's it (laughs) and so it's like yeah it's good but like 
you have such an imagination. What is going on within your yeah, mind? Yeah, it would be nice if it could be applied to like metaphors or something. Like, oh, there's a, a kid in my class I don't know if I like, but just like I didn't like green peppers, but when you put them in gratin or, you know, if you put them in the curry and then it just blended in, like the curry made it good. Like, so if we I don't push know. him in the sand and bury him, <laughs> then maybe no, we might like, like him more. <laughs> oh, there's this kid in my class who I don't know if I get along with, but we all played a game together and the game is fun. And that made me think that this classmate is more fun. Something like that. Yeah. I did like that she has such a rich imagination and fantasy life. Like she keeps doing this thing when she's in the restaurant. She's like, Oh, I'll dance around or I'll sing a song or I'll chant something. And this is a spell and it will make sure like, you know, the, the dough doesn't deflate. It'll make sure like the rice doesn't burn. Like the, the batter doesn't get lucky. (laughs) Yes. Yes. She has an entire no clumps dance. And Yagi's like, no, I don't need it. No, I'm, I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. Like you don't have to dance for me. I've got it. Like he's insulted by, I don't need magic. I can do it. (laughs) But I love that she's imagining all these things and everybody just lets her keep imagining. Like everything is this kind of magic fantasy thing to her. Like everything is a spell. Mm-hmm. And everybody just lets her go ahead and do that, which is really charming. It's like, okay, Samuki, do you want to dance to make sure, like, you know, we don't burn this? Right, yeah. Um, and I think part of that comes from her love of magical girl anime. Yeah, I like that there's, like, one show in spe- in particular she really loves that, like, her entire class really loves. Yeah, it's, and like, I like, the the, the hit show that's out right Mm -hmm. now yeah i liked that show like this show within a show it felt very again naturalistic Uh there would be kids that are that focused on like one thing that much it was power rangers for for us when we were kids Mm -hmm. and i feel like if this was more of a sitcom there would be more jokes about that thing like it's it feels very sailor moon but it's not a parody of sailor moon it's not making fun of sailor moon or card captors or anything else of that you know of that genre glad you bring that up because that was another thing that i think this story like got right to the edge of and just didn't go in didn't Mm -hmm. even ring the doorbell or you know yeah hey we're gonna you know go down this route uh what was her name what was uh let's see here oh katori the... No, not Katori. Katori's friend. Oh, yes. Shinobu? Um, Shinobu, yeah. I like Shinobu. She looks an awful lot like Usagi from Sailor Moon. Yeah. Same hairstyle with the big, long mm-hmm. pigtails that go all the, all, all the way down. I was certain there was going to be something where Sumugi is like, oh, a real magical girl. Yeah, it's a real magical g- girl. <laughs> And no, that wasn't in there. Um, and at the same time, it's it's also one of those things like I know Sailor Moon is wildly popular. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that is the wildly popular one of her time. So does Sumugi really know Sailor Moon? Would she make yeah. that connection? If like if cause that look is so iconic to me. Mm hmm. That I feel like it had to be put in there on purpose, but then they didn't use it. Mm-hmm. I... So I'm wondering if maybe they could have done something with 
Shinobu looking like the character in the magical girl show in mm. Sweetness and Lightning and having something there. Because um, I, I think that would have been neat. Because it, it, it also, they, they kind of make a point of since their mother died, like, Sumuki really hasn't had friends over. Yeah. Like, she still has friends and stuff like that, but she hasn't really got to hang out with them much. So I, I, feel, like, I feel like she would be lonely or something, mm-hmm. and to see this older girl who looks like a magical girl, I think that would be a great role model for, for her. Uh, I mean, I, I don't... I guess we don't really get enough of Shinobu's actual character to be like, mm-hmm. is she actually a good role model or not? We don't know. <laughs> I will say this about Shinobu real quickly. You see her like in the opening credits uh, from the very beginning, but she's not introduced until a couple episodes in. Mm-hmm. And when you see her in the opening credits, I don't, I was under the impression that she was going to be like an antagonistic character like, there's something about the way she looks, like, the way she's designed that outside of any context, like, <laughs> she seems like she's going to be the prissy, snobby, bullying one. Do, does this make sense to you? Yeah. Like, I don't I know. I think that. it's just, like, the big, perfect, swirly pigtails. And she's got, she's, like, very self-assured and confident and sassy. And she's mm-hmm. such a great friend when you actually see her. But when you see that kind of look on her face in the opening credits without any context it's like oh is she like mean to katori is she like a mean girl at school and then it's like oh oh no thank goodness they are legitimately very good friends yeah yeah it wasn't much of a like protagonist relationship but she also wasn't like it's it's another character but again i I, it's one of those things where it's like i don't see it it didn't really move the show forward it was just another no character which I, I i don't know like if 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 you were to move this show forward how would you do, do it what would you do like i can i can see what you're talking about when they introduce shinobu there is an element of what if katori's like oh no this is my personal bonding time with the teacher i don't want somebody else getting in on this and like she's going to get jealous and she's going to really confront the fact that she has a crush on this teacher and she doesn't they don't it's not there yeah but again Never you're mentioned. right like they they're all of these doors are there clearly marked and nobody like there's let's walk be honest though what a way to hit on your teacher <laughs> what a way mm. perfect you have this one in the bag katori <laughs> <laughs> No, exactly. It's, yeah, it's, and it's she never funny. like goes into that. Like she's never, she never lets herself believe. Clearly, I am on the path to romance now. It yeah. never gets that far, and it's nice. Like it's really refreshing that it never gets that far. So, if, but again, if not if not romance, how how would you move the show along? What kind of character development or story development would you want to put in there? I wanted to learn so much more about. Is it Yagi? That's the other friend, the blonde Yes, Yagi. Dude. I I was really intrigued by Yagi. Like he is a chef too. Why like just what is his relationship with Inuzaka? Especially when he says, like, <clears throat> oh, here I am getting ignored again. Yeah. And when we find out that like he also 
among his cooking training, like he knows how to make pastries. And he learned when he was in high school, like, okay, Unzaka, what do you like? What can I make for you? And it, I, it almost seems like, oh, I've had a crush on this man forever, but he married this other woman and I can't let go of him. So I'm just always the friend that, at the Reed. end of the, at, you know, the friend on the sidelines for the rest of our lives. Maybe. I don't know if I agree with it, but I can see that. Exactly. Like I can't, I don't, it's not like clearly this is it, but like you could see how that could be there. Mm -hmm. I also wondered if he's like, oh, here I am getting ignored again. Like, I don't know. Like, did he also have a crush on the mom or something? Like there's something there. You get the impression there's something there and it never goes into it. And that's the one thing where I'm like, yes, get into this one. I want to know like the drama behind this one. He could have been a good character to draw out more personality from the father of, mm-hmm. of just like what were you like when you had free time yes you, you, you know what what would you do for yourself what kind of tr- trouble did you used to get into mm-hmm. oh my god you used to have this secret love for x y and z why mm-hmm. aren't we uh, t- talking about that and putting yeah. that in the food you know why aren't we doing that you know mm-hmm. um, i i i feel i feel like that could have been in in interesting way to move things along yeah like i like there's an episode where sumugi's class is having like a lock-in sleep overnight mm-hmm. to celebrate like end of summer or something like that and inuzaka goes home and then yagi calls him like hey tonight's the sleepover isn't it like do you want to come hang out with me let's go out with for some drinks and inuzaka says no you know like i want to be able to drive like in case i have to go back over there like i guess in case samuki just gets you know too scared in the middle of the night or something like that which mm-hmm. is a good sensible thing to say yeah but then it's like well i mean what else could do you guys want to go to a movie do you guys want to go to an arcade like i like he's like oh no i shouldn't be drinking so we're not going to be doing anything tonight then. Like, no, pick something else. Like, I want to see the two yeah. of you hang out. This is such a show. Like, I love Samugi. And I love how this is a, such a family-based show. But I wanted to see more of Inuzaka just as an adult. More of him missing his wife, not just as the mother of his child, but as, like, his personal romantic partner like how do you feel about be how do you feel about the single part of being a single dad yeah you know like do you want to go reconnect with your old friend like how when you are stressed out what do you do about that like what do you do to burn off steam like who are you outside of being a dad and a teacher right we see so little of that yeah um I I I think I if I were to kind of move this show along, yeah, I I I think it it would be one. It would be uh, Kohei coming up with his own recipe. Yeah, like, finally putting everything together that he learned. Oh, this goes good with this thing. This is how you prepare the rice. That that way, I learned how to cut an onion or do that now i can mix this in with that um that was one of the things that i thought was sorely lacking in this Mm -hmm. show is it just they read a recipe they eat it and it's yummy yeah there's not a lot of experimentation there's not a lot of like you know well we're just gonna try it and fail and see what happens like there's individual things like oh we're gonna make donuts first batch of donuts didn't work but we have more donuts right there that we can immediately go and fry. Like there's yeah. no, there's no risk anywhere. 
yeah yeah um or or like something was like tv jenners and stuff sure aren't the most aren't aren't the best thing to eat from time to time but every now and then it's kind of nice to just not have to worry about making all yeah. this stuff so could there have been an episode where they did experiment with something and it went wrong and they didn't have food so they're like well do you want to just go get a frozen pizza or, or, mm -hmm. or something and like it, it's one of those things uh like where maybe they learn to appreciate that frozen food in a new mm -hmm. way or something that it's just like hey it's actually not bad to do this every once in a while where we can just sit down and watch mm -hmm. this magical girl show together while we eat bagel bites <laughs> yeah like you know you don't always have to spend the evening cooking and doing this big long meal and that be it like there can be other stuff or they can go yeah. out to the restaurant where it seems that uh what, what was his name yugi y yagi yagi where he works do they do they have chicken tenders or something i'm sure shamugi can eat those yes <laughs> like i yeah Something, yeah, I would some, like some more branching out. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind seeing an episode about well, you know, sometimes just going to McDonald's is a real good time. It's a treat, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Something else I was kind of wondering if the show was going to do was it takes so long for us to really get to know Katori's mom. Like yes. we see her briefly and she's she's not a non character for most of the show. And she's not exactly distant from Katori. Like, Katori always says, I asked my mom for the recipe and she wrote it out. And it's always in this very cute, like, I hand wrote this. I made you all these illustrations. Like, her mom isn't around very much. Like, But it seems like they still have a good, positive relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's so long until we get to meet the mom. Like, actually, here she is. She's in a scene interacting with other characters that aren't Katori. And she gets to meet Inuzaka and Samugi and everybody. And it takes so long to get there. This isn't like the last five minutes, of the last episode. I was wondering, like, are they keep are they keeping her away for some narrative reason? Is she like, oh, oh, we flirted once in college, like her and Inuzaka? And like, yeah. is this because that's what you would expect from? Like, it's traditional to the point of being very hokey. Like, well, we took these two families and they it's, just we just put them together. It's almost like. Mary Jane's reveal in Spider-Man in like the uh -huh. original comics back yes. in th in the day um where Aunt May was becoming friends with Mary J Jane's mother um and it just kept wanting to set Peter up on on this date be mm -hmm. like oh she's such a nice girl you'll love her you guys will get yet along you know perfect and Peter's just like I have no time for this I'm in school I'm I'm a growing boy leave me alone don't talk to me about girls this is weird <laughs> and awkward and so he he just keeps dodging it and every time you see Mary J. Jane in mm -hmm. the comic she's always like behind something so you can't see her like you only get to see her legs from like mm -hmm. the knee da, da, down it's like ooh scandalous you can see a knee um, <laughs> but 
but yeah, like they keep building her her up as like, oh, she's she's gonna be something really special. Like she's she's gonna be incredible. And then the first time you finally see her, she does have this really incredible line where she the first thing she says to Peter is, "Face it, Tiger, you just hit the jackpot." Like she has this amazing confidence, like all of this stuff, and she's super hot and and. Peter's just like, oh, hi. Uh, I wasn't expecting you to be this good looking. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's kind of taken aback, but it, it it all led to this big reveal and then this, yeah, maybe we should go out on a date and stuff like that. So you're right. I think it would have been neat to to be yeah like who is she why is she did, did not here does she know them somehow what's happening is she sick yeah and but uh, yeah and then at at the end there is that uh, that like look be between them where it's like it seems like I'm a single mother seems like you're a single father. <laughs> He was a boy. Maybe. She was a girl. Yeah. Could I make it any more obvious? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is what I was expecting, which is such a Brady Bunch sort of thing to do, but it wouldn't not fit in to everything else that the story had set up. Right. I think it's the episode before that where Samugi's going to, like, her class is doing a play, and she was kind of arguing with the other girls about, like, what role everybody's going to play. And her dad's trying to talk to her about like, oh, you know, next time we go see Katori, we're going to make this. She's like, dad, all you ever talk about is food. Why do talk you never talk girls. about girls? Yeah. And I can, and in her, she's saying it as like, I need something, like I need advice. Somebody help me with the other little girls in my class. But I also wonder if it's something like, I wish I had another woman at home I could ask, you know, about this. Like I'm arguing with these girls in my class. Yeah. Mom, what should I do about it? Like, is she starting it to the point where she's like, I would like uh, a a mother figure again. And they don't get into it. So how did how did you feel about the kind of subtext with the relationship stuff? Uh, Between the student and the teacher, between the teacher and the mom what 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 were your thoughts on (laughs) all that stuff i did keep wondering like is katori's little crush actually going to turn into not like oh here they go they are the couple now but like is she going to do anything with it and she really doesn't like i was waiting for her to make some sort of a confession or like maybe go a little too far. Like, Oh, that was maybe a little bit too blatant in telling him how much I enjoy his company. Whoops. I got to scale this back or else Uh I'm going to be caught. Or like, was she going to grow out of it? Was like doing this actually going to give her like a lot more confidence and maybe the restaurant is open one day and she's helping her mom and like another nice person her own age it was some boy her own age maybe comes on in she's like uh i can i can help you out actually i've got this one and like was this going to be a launching pad for her to like get more confidence and like develop a really strong peer relationship with somebody and it didn't turn into anything like she never did anything with it and i didn't want like 
I didn't necessarily want, yes, please confess your feelings to the teacher. Right. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun to watch. It's it's a it is... weird thing, too, because I, I, for, for us here in America, she's absolutely underage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, this is not a thing that should be happening. Yes. Uh, th- this is all just a little bit awkward that you're spending so much alone time w- w- with this one student in mm-hmm. a non like tutoring manner mm-hmm. right it's just like let's let's just let's just learn to cook together that doesn't sound like a date right <laughs> um it, it, it's it's a weird but i i also don't know where she is in high school i don't know what the age of consent and all that stuff is in japan or where they are so i i don't want to comment t- too much mm. on that besides here in america that's really weird yeah see this is the thing like i didn't want anything to come out of it but it was like narratively frustrating that that plot thread is dangling there and never they they don't do anything with it it's, like it's it's like one of those d- d- days when you you have an eyelash or something that's hanging in the corner of your eye and you can't get it out you're just keep like what in the world is going on? You know? Yeah. Or like the Chekhov's gun thing. Sure. Like, I don't want anybody to get shot, but the gun is in the scene and it's got to go off guys. Come on. Like you put it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same t- time, I, I think if, if you take the age differences out of that and the, mm-hmm. the, the situational stuff, I, I think this is almost a, a show that has done that very well yeah in the sense that it, it it is not necessarily a romance it is not necessarily them being like hey let's go on a date let's spend time mm-hmm. together like us two it's they're just kind of doing this the father is doing this for their daughter but because of the time spent it's like oh maybe we did actually kind of form a little bit of a relationship here mm-hmm. That's yeah, 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 you know, and it's one of those things that I feel. I feel like Yagi and Shinobu could be the ones to say it, which it seemed like that's what they were doing when they were like, "We're gonna go off in this other room and leave you two. <laughs> I was so curious about the two of them because you see the two of them interact before it's clarified. Oh, her family owns like a, a produce stand or something. And he, that's where his restaurant gets the ingredients. So like they've known each other for right. a while. They've built up this rapport. Instead, it's just like, here's this one teenage girl and this one like grizzled adult man who have got this a chain instant, smoker. <laughs> ba- instant back and forth banter. And I'm like, what is this from? Right. <laughs> I did like the two of them together. Like that they're, and again, that like, and that could have been a a relationship and it isn't. too. Yeah, and it's kind of nice. I like that they just platonically, like, just banter and argue with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I feel like they could have been the characters to not only recognize that there is a relationship mm-hmm. between the teacher and. Uh, what was her name again? Katori. Katori. I'm terrible with names. <laughs> um, they could have been the ones to recognize it, and that's where yes, if you did get the moments where uh they they went out to to go eat, you you know during the sleepover 
that that night is like hey come get some drinks with me that's when he could ask so what's up with you and and katori you yeah. guys seem to be getting along really nice mm-hmm. you know what's what's going on there and we don't get that and it is this weird thing of like yeah good i'm g- glad that they don't go down that route because it is weird for us especially here yeah. in america but at the same time go down those ra- like they're it's right there what like, are you doing exactly like don't put it in if you're not going to do something with it yeah yeah it's this show defies a lot of traditional that we are used to as an american audience perhaps it it goes it defies a lot of traditional like narrative structures mm-hmm. and it's frustrating but it's also kind of nice like oh there's it's kind of pleasant like oh there's no stakes there's no risks like there's no drama there's no intricacies or intrigue or anything it's like things are going to be cute mm-hmm. and you're going to watch them cook some cute food that's it like it, it's kind of awesome. nice that that's it like this is a show designed to cleanse your palate from any other show you might be watching sure I I just had an idea, an, mm-hmm. another way to potentially move the show forward. Um, I because Katori has that fear of knives. Yes. Did I I, I don't remember. Did, did they mention why it was? Did she c- 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 cut herself? Yeah, like badly? she acts. Yeah, I think she accidentally cut herself uh, when okay. she was a little kid, and she says she was with her dad, which is the only time her dad is mentioned. And I wanted like a little True. bit more explanation about that. Like, is he? Are are they divorced? Did he also die? Like, what? Yeah, I so just kind of want to know what's happening here. I'm wondering if instead of her becoming a chef, she becomes a critic instead. Oh. She, she learns to write about food, and mm-hmm. this is where like they both learn to cook well enough that they know what they're doing mm-hmm. and this is where uh what was his name Ko- kohei where mm-hmm. he he then learns to start making dishes on his own to give to samugi to make sure she eats well but also to hey how is this food what do you think of it how yeah. can i make it better and, and you know and she starts to be like okay well you can do this it doesn't have this kind of flavor in it or who knows what and they they each kind of go their own separate routes in terms of like the food industry Mm -hmm. type of thing yeah rather than let's both be chefs Uh uh-huh that 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 might just give the show a little more depth Mm -hmm. maybe who knows yeah yeah like we don't learn about this yeah katori is of an age where she's got to be thinking about a career does she want to do anything like what her mom does you know does she wish she like is that a goal like she's not going to be able to make it as a chef unless she gets over her fear of knives Mm -hmm. and it it doesn't seem like she really wants to get over it yeah this is something else that's introduced and is never resolved like she is not over the fear of knives by the end of the season into the series Mm -hmm. who knows Mm -hmm. who knows um I don't know. I think that's almost all I have to say about this show. Did you want to talk any about the kindergarten stuff? Was there anything there you wanted to talk about? uh, Just briefly. It was just very cute. Like this has uh, 
even less substance than the rest of the show, which sounds harsh, but like this is a show I think designed to not it's it's not meant to focus it, on there's that. no weight to anything because it doesn't want to be heavy, and that's the point of sure. it. It's meant to be as light as possible. Yeah. And yeah, the like you go to the kindergarten, there aren't really any plot threads or anything like that introduced, which is nice. It's just a parade of these like cute kids and these other nice moms. I liked all the moms whenever they showed up. They each felt like very distinct, even in their brief appearances. I'll wait for you to go poopies. Yeah, it was very cute. Yes. I like the that, other kids. That was such a strange scene where it's almost like them standing up in revolution to the. <laughs> Like, no, not until everybody is in the room together will we begin to play the game. Oh, my God. It's nice. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that also could have been a a change of pace for the show to kind of check in on progress of Sumugi and Kohei and how mm-hmm. they are, right? I think... Because all, all, you know the moms t- 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 talk. That's what moms do. They have their mom's yeah. circle and they mm-hmm. gossip and they do all that stuff. And he, he seems like the one single dad there. Yes. Right? So we know, I, I'm assuming that all the moms t- t- talk about him. I'm sure they, they, they check in on him now and then. But it, I think seeing him in that context would be a good kind of place marker of where he's at hey you seem different now you seem more c- confident or hey yeah. like you did this thing for the the kindergarten where you made all, all of these snacks that was really nice we didn't mm-hmm. expect it like thank you for for doing it but again yeah it's just like he's still milk to toast <laughs> he's mm-hmm. still he's still just this limp noodle yeah and he doesn't really interact with them all that much, except he, there is that one scene where he checks in on uh, on Samugi after he's made the big fluffy pink yes. cheap pig costume mm. thing. Um, but yeah, like I, I that that is just I, I feel like another missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. I I feel like for all the missed opportunities in this show. It's still a good show. Yeah, it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm watching a piece of Swiss cheese. There's so much stuff missing here. It is so pleasant. It's so wonderful. It was a real delight to watch. It's just you have to recalibrate yourself to not expect the things you would normally be expecting. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Mm -hmm. I I had fun. And I think the opening theme song... Uh, was very catchy. It is too. cute. Thus, Let's talk about the... Hmm? I was going to say, thus adding to my theory that all a- 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 anime with really, really That's good right. yes. uh, opening theme songs means the show will be g- good. Because if they know mm, it's good, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're going to spend that money yes. to get a good song. Of course, uh, all art is subjective and stuff like that. So some people can think certain songs are good when in reality mm-hmm, they're not. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can be wrong. It's fine. I wanted to ask you real quick here at the end, what was the tastiest dish for you? Let's talk about the actual food real quick. Like, what was the, the thing they made dish. where you're like, that, I want to eat that. 
Uh, well, I don't like seafood. I am not a seafood guy, so the squid uh-huh. stuff was disgusting t- to me. I was like, <laughs> them like reaching their fingers up in the thing to like pull it. I out. didn't know that's how it was done. Like, I was, I uh. liked that a lot. Like, I've never <laughs> thought about how a squid is cut up and prepared for for food. Yeah. And so they was, they all did education. that thing. They all did that thing where they like reached in it and it gave them the chills. Yeah. I was wondering what that was. I no, don't I think know if that's a real just, thing. Does it just, just feel gross squishy chills. and yeah, and it's yeah. like oh, I'm sticking my fingers up and it's it feels like guts. how you imagine it feels like, I guess. Or I was like, is it some like electro are they are they being electrocuted? What is going on here? Fish are weird. I don't want to eat them. Um <laughs> I, I I didn't like that. The one that I thought was inter- interesting was I think the one where they burnt the rice. Yeah. I because I I don't know exactly what that was, but it seemed more like mm-hmm. a carnival snack that they ended up making. They they did the weird thing where they're like, let's make donuts for dinner. <laughs> um, which of course I really like donuts and yes. stuff like that. Uh, so those looked fantastic. But I th- I think the one that was most in interesting to me was the one yeah where they did mess something up and they were like well let's make something new instead let's Mm -hmm. let's see if we can salvage this and it yeah it looked like this corn dog looking thing Mm -hmm. which i was i was like that i would i feel like i would try that that looks good yeah i'm very intrigued by this just like charred rice mush yeah I think I was most, this might just be because it's the last episode, so it's the one I watched most recently, but that Okanamayaki looked really good. Yeah. You can put in anything you want. I want to know what that brown sauce is that goes in the top. They didn't explain what's in the sauce. It's like, oh, yeah, the sauce. Yeah. They, they douse the whole thing in it. It's got to be a good sauce. And I want to know. True. Um, Let me ask you this. I I, I don't think we've ever talked about it that maybe we have on the captain's log are you a picky eater no no i'm uh i'm almost a goat the only thing i really don't like is olives and i'm not too wild about carrots but i can do it yeah just about everything else go for it i'm a pretty picky eater uh so I, I, I felt like Samugi a lot of the times where it's like, I don't <laughs> like peppers. They're gross. <laughs> um, which, so my weird thing is I, I, I don't like onions or peppers. Uh, and I also don't like tomatoes. But specifically for onions and peppers, I like when things are cooked with them because they add a lot of nice flavor. I just mm-hmm. don't like the actual onion or pepper like mm-hmm. to be in in that stuff so that's a weird one for me i also don't like seafood uh it's just weird i i went over to someone's house one time this is when i was in college and i was still uh like really 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 super active in my church uh i'm no longer religious but we did this thing where the church would like adopt a college student oh so uh yeah like uh married couples or young married couples would adopt a college student and would from time to time uh invite them over for meals or give them care packages and stuff like that um 
and I went over to my adopted family's house, and uh, they had made shrimp wrapped in bacon. And they didn't know that I didn't like seafood. (laughs) And so it was me sitting there. It's like, I'm just going to have to eat this. I'm just going to have to like tough it out and eat this, even though I think it is disgusting (laughs) and all that stuff. And I did, and they were none the wiser, but it was still just like, I hate this. This is gross. (laughs) Not even with bacon. The the bacon was amazing, but not the shrimp. (laughs) So... Oh well, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I I I guess what I wanted to to ask is was there anything like samugi with the peppers? Did, have you ever had an experience like that where you're like, I really don't like this one food, but then maybe if it's in this certain dish, it's fine, or if it's I... or you changed your mind as you grew uh, up? Yeah, yeah. There's lots of things I like now that I didn't like as a kid. When I was a kid, I did not like meatloaf. My dad would make meatloaf a lot. I think just because it was easy. And okay. I Interesting. And I had that now as an adult. I for a while I was getting those uh Hello Fresh meal boxes, sure. which are amazing. I only stopped them cuz of like, you know, I got to start saving money, but they are fantastic, non-spawn, but go if check they, yourself if, out if, a Hello if, Apron. If, sure. I mean, if they want uh, to sponsor Fresh. us, that would be fantastic. You guys can I'd... get in in contact. That would be that be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, HelloFresh and Blue Apron. I tried both of them, but I was with HelloFresh a little bit longer. And they I just forgot to pick my own meals one week, and they just sent me something. Uh-huh. And it was a meatloaf recipe. And I'm like, oh, I don't like meatloaf, but I already paid for this, and they gave it to me, so I guess I'm going to cook it. And it was so good. Huh. I'm like, oh, my dad just didn't make good meatloaf, I guess. Damn. <laughs> or you know like he's making like one big one for the family so like to get the inside cooked enough the outside is a little bit overcooked Burnt and he, or, yeah, dou- something like he that. doused that the thing in ketchup and i'm not a big ketchup person like i don't want that much ketchup on anything but i made these little ones by myself and they're smaller so they're cooked a lot more evenly i could put in like whatever spices i wanted to i could skip the ketchup and it was delicious nice okay yeah so, like, if you don't like a food, try making it yourself and customizing it. And that might do the trick. Make, like, a little one just for you. Yeah, something something like that. Uh, I have a weird thing where there actually is one seafood thing that I do like. Uh, my mom made, she, she made this, it was her own kind of creation. Um... And so we didn't have an official name for it. We just called it tuna fish things. Uh, this is the only time that I will eat anything fish related. Okay. And it's tuna fish. Um, and it's basically just tuna fish stuffed croissant rolls. Ooh. It's like mustard and mayo mixed up with a bunch oh, of the tuna. Yeah. Uh, and you stick it on a croissant roll with a bunch of cheese roll it up and bake it and it's amazing mm. it's so good and then you serve that with like a side of rice or some asparagus or a- applesauce or, or, or something oh. and it's fantastic and i make that for myself every now and then and that is the mm-hmm. only seafood thing but besides that uh-uh. nope not not gonna <laughs> get anywhere near me everybody gets one <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. 
There you go. I think that's about it. That's yeah. all I have to say on sweetness and lightning. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of hope there is a second season, though, so that I, things can develop. I would really like for this show to be dubbed. I could only find a subtitled yeah. version. I think this is it's a great all-ages show. Like, as much as we talked about, oh, they kind of introduce these plot threads and don't do anything with them, that keeps the whole thing, like, very innocent and family friendly like oh if they dubbed this like yeah i could watch the show with my niece in a couple years and she'd like it just fine so it says here episode 12 was released uh the original air date was september 19th 2016 that was the final episode of uh this anime or at least so far but the English release date of the final volume was June 4th, 2019. Oh. So it wasn't that long a- ago uh, that it came out. So it, it it seems, and it seems like they started releasing it in July 26, 2016. Okay. Uh, in English. So this could potentially still get in English dub. I could see in a year or two. This game, nice. it, I I think that would be fantastic because yeah, yeah, this is one I think people should check out if they want something re- really relaxing and feel yeah. good too. This is a good like too. first anime for a little kiddo. Sure. Uh, did you have any recommendations? If people liked this, what should they check out? Um, this was a tough one for me i really didn't know what to recommend i don't have any other like narrative shows but if i could just talk about some of my favorite cooking channels on youtube sure go Binging with babish is the best and he makes a lot of food from movies and tv shows and things even <clears throat> like the most preposterous thing he's like i'm going to try and recreate this as close to the show as I actually can. And because it's fictional, yes, of course it's nonsense and it doesn't taste good. Now I'm going to do a version of this that is actually good. Sure. That's fantastic. You learn a lot from there. That's binging bon with Babish, right? Yes. Cool. Bon Appetit. Their YouTube channels, fantastic. Like they had a really, really good series about this is how you make a layer cake step by step, like five videos about like the batter and the frosting and the fillings and the construction and the decorations on the outside, okay. like a little video masterclass. And they have these series where this like gourmet pastry chef tries to make fancy homemade Twizzlers or Oreos or peeps. Like she takes a junk food and tries to gourmet make it as close as she possibly can, but good Sounds in her own fun. kitchen. Yeah. Just go, just go on YouTube and watch cooking stuff. There you go. I think uh, we should also give a shout out to Chowdown Champs. That oh, is yes. the the one that I wanted to recommend. If you're looking for another mm-hmm. food related anime, this one is is in a different genre. Uh, I guess I don't know if it's an anime or not. It is a manga. Yes. Uh, it was on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, I don't know if it still is. I assume it is. At least will be for a while. Who knows? Uh, but Chowdown Champs was an interesting one it's more of a sports manga but Mm -hmm. it is about competitive eating it's great (laughs) and it's such a like it i i pitched it because i was like this is such a wild Mm -hmm. premise that we we have to do that uh let me see i i don't remember what episode we covered it was like a year ago yeah 
Yeah, it was almost a year ago. Whoops, I almost had it up here. Um, duped, duped, duped. Let's see. That's October, July. Chowdown Champs, we read volumes one through four on episode 14. Aww. <laughs> As you can check out that previous episode of the review show on your own time. Mm-hmm. But I would recommend that because there's it's it's not necessarily about cooking, but it's about eating food. And there was some weird things that like, oh, I guess that makes sense that you would want to eat all of the rice first and you wouldn't want to eat the or you wouldn't want to drink water in between because that does this and that. It's it's, it's yeah. strange, but it's good. It's fun. <laughs> you get to learn about actually eating Japanese food and not just making yes. it. All sides. All exactly. sides of the cuisine. Exactly. Uh, so that's what I would recommend. I I found some lists online that was like, hey, if you like sweetness and lightning, you should check out these things. But I didn't really know what they were, so I'm not gonna really mention them because I, yeah. I I I don't know if I would like them or would recommend them. But there is plenty of food related anime and manga out there mm-hmm. you want to check out. Uh, pitches for this pitches. next week. It is my turn, Melissa. Ooh, yes. Drop, drop my phone. Um, let me pull up my notes here because I have the names of them written down. Okay. Let's see. I need to pull up the Wikipedia for one of them. My computer's making all kinds of noise. Do do do. Is that right? Is that how you spell it? How do you spell it? Okay, I'm pulling up the... Wikipedia page. Does that have a good... It does not. Boo! Okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and do pitch number one and two, and in the meantime, I'm going to slowly uh, pull up the information for uh, my third pitch. Pitch number one, Melissa, mm-hmm. is Titans Season 1 Ah, uh, on DC Universe. This is yes. a show based off of the Teen Titans comics. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I think, one of, if not the first original series that DCU yes. did. I, 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 I don't know if that came out first or Young Justice season three came out first. I don't remember. But um, season one of Titans came out a little while ago. I think season two starts in September, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Um yeah, this is following some of the classic Teen Titans comics. Uh, it seems like a much darker take on the Teen mm-hmm. t- 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 Titans. Uh, in fact, they have, at, at this p- point, kind of dropped the teen name. And they're like, we're just the Titans because we're no longer teens. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been interested in this. I have yet to start any of the DCU shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the service, but I've basically been reading comics off of it. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll see. That is pitch number one. I, w- I would like to check out Titans season one. Um, 
pitch number two. Whoops. Let me pull it up here. This is on Comixology Unlimited, and it is a Comixology Unlimited original uh, entitled The Stone King. Hmm. And it's, it's one volume, uh, and it says... Uh, when you become an adult, you have to prove yourself. At least that's how it works for the Stoneport Thieves. Ave has decided to illegally harvest healing moss from the Stone King, a mighty giant who roams the lands. Her theft goes even better than she could have dreamed. Uh, the biggest gem she's ever seen is her prize uh, but what she thought would buy her a ticket to adventure and a better life brings about disaster instead hmm. um and it's it's just it's one volume it looks like it's four issues it's written by cal mcdonald with art by tyler crook uh and I have not read any of the Comixology original comics. Hmm. They they put uh, like a certain number of titles out there uh, every so often. Uh, I I haven't really checked them out yet, so I think this would be a good good time to check out one of those. Nice. Can you tell me real quick how many episodes is Titan season one? Ooh, I believe it's twelve. Let me okay twelve or thirteen. Let me see here. Titans. Uh, season one. So I see episode eleven. Eleven? It might only be eleven. Let's see here. Check mm. the Wikipedia. Yes, eleven episodes. Okay. Huh. There you go. Um. Okay. Let's go to this trusty manga site. Here we go. Or pitch number three, because pitch number three is, in fact, a manga. Uh, this one is called Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Ah! It seems like a crazy name, uh, but it, it says, The world is in mortal peril. Sir Noy Corazant, the Lizard Knight, has been sent to gain the aid of a great warrior, uh, Amamiya Yuhi, in hopes of finding the Princess Samadare, I hope I'm pronouncing all of these names right, and protecting the planet from the incredible Biscuit Hammer, poised to crack the earth in two. Unfortunately, uh, Yui wants no part of it, and the princess doesn't prove to be the shining hero of justice role model that they had hoped for. Um, so I, I, I found this online, and it, 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 it was just one of those things. It's like, this is such a weird name. I kind of yes. want to see what it's about. Uh, and then I'm looking on... Uh, a, a certain site that has some reviews and they are like uh, like I almost stopped writing this and then boom top 10 right away this is fantastic <gasps> uh, this is how you do character development 10 out of 10 would read mm. again um, all of that stuff so it, it seems like it's kind of fantasy action adventure comedy yeah. stuff um, 
and and I, I think it could be a fun read. I wanted to read the first three volumes of that, which turns out to be the first 23 chapters. Um, if you guys out there find the omnibus editions, this would be mm. the first one and a half. Huh. Uh, so it would be, be the, the whole first omnibus edition and then the first half of the second one. Uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Okay. Is pitch number three. So pitch number one was Titan Season 1. Pitch mm-hmm. number two was The Stone King, Volume 1. And pitch number three was Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, Volumes 1 through 3. I am going to go with Titans because I am in a teen superhero RPG. Okay. This is a live play RPG podcast. You can hear it if you go to the Lost Library feed. And our story is called Fifth Watch. A little plug there. Uh, of course, of so course. So I've been wanting to do more superhero stories lately because we're gearing up towards our finale of this RPG. Okay. Our season finale until we start another season of it. Like, I got to get me some good teen superhero energy. And, like, the angstier, the better, to be honest. Good. Because, like, I got to make myself angstier. Okay. This is an angsty character. <laughs> I got to live up to that. So this is actually perfect timing. What? Can I can I ask you what your character is in that live <laughs> play? His name is Mitch Carver. He is the son of like a renowned henchman. Nice, okay. Who has like worked for like every villain in the business. And so his son is just absolutely spoiled. Like he wears a, a designer suit every single day of his life. Uh-huh. And he's got technopath powers. So basically okay. he's just the spoiled brat of like a teenage boy in like an impeccable all black designer suit that he wears every single dang day sure when the rest of his classmates are in like gym shorts or whatever <laughs> and okay. he just tries to hack stuff and he's Sounds all fun. he's very much wait till my father hears about this Sounds like fun. think about like an artemis fowl or a draco malfoy I was gonna say malfoy yeah yep yep that's my boy okay mm. cool titans season one is what we will, we will be watching for this next week. So be sure to go check that out. Uh, you guys can watch it on DC Universe app. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you can get a small free trial if you guys yeah. want to watch along at home. Uh, or it's, you know, it's it, it's been out. The service has been out for a little while now. It might be about time to... Uh, check out all of the shows they have titans titan season two is coming they have doom patrol out there uh they said season two just got confirmed uh at comic-con of doom patrol uh they just started swamp thing unfortunately that had some weird mishap where it got canceled before it even got started so they're gonna finish season one and that's it uh, so hopefully they bring that show back. Young J- J- Justice is on the show. They've they've been continuing that show. They made new seasons of it for that, which was one one of those like they stopped at season two on a cliffhanger. Oh. How are they gonna do that? And just for years, they, they, we were all like, "Bring it back, bring it back!" And uh, they finally brought it back with this. And you can read a whole bunch of DC co- comics on there, inc- including all of the stuff that you will need to uh, see and watch for our mm-hmm. uh, review show Patreon exclusive uh, that we will have coming up in a couple weeks here on For the Man Who Has Everything. Um, but yeah, 
that is about it. Melissa, where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. I really need to stop plugging my Instagram because I don't use it anymore. I, pictures I, I just, on there. I, 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 the last one I did, I think, was at the start of the summer. And I haven't updated it since then. And I've since deleted the app off my phone. So, <laughs> <sighs> um, Follow me on there anyways. Maybe I'll surprise you all with a picture. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to follow us, we are at the whatnots on Twitter, uh, for updates about any of our shows, uh, the whatnots.com is where you can get more information, search the whatnots on wherever you get your podcast. And that's where you can find us. And it's, uh, spelt like astronauts mm-hmm. or cosmonauts. Uh, and I guess it's, that's our 50 anniversary of going to the moon. So moon. there you go. Celebrate moon with us. What we nice. did talk about the moon on the latest don't, don't captain's moon us. log. <laughs> We'd rather you didn't. Yes. Um. Yeah. That that is what we will be covering. Uh. For this next week is Titans season one. Uh. We will we will be be back next week. This is episode sixty seven of the Whatnots Review Show. Adios. Bye.